This episode of The Checkout is brought to you by Mobile Digital. What do retailers such as Country Road, Pet Circle and Appliances Online have in common? They all harness the power of text messaging to engage with their customers and drive sales. Head back to episode 113 where Mobile Digital's co-founder, John Stuckey, shares how each of these brands is engaging with their customers using text messaging. If you want your brand messaging in your customer's hand, head over to mobile.digital, that's the URL, mobile.digital, where you can get started today with a three-month trial for as low as $147. Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Jason Eads from Welcome to Country. Welcome to Country started as a marketplace to promote and sell Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander experiences and tourism. However, over COVID, they've evolved their business model to also be a marketplace for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander products, including some of the best art, books, jewellery and food that's available in Australia. All right, Jason Eads, welcome to the country. To, oh, welcome to country. Welcome to the checkout. <laughs> what a start. I'm, I'm going to claim your brand and you can claim um, the checkout. Yeah, yeah. We're going to ask you five quick questions to learn a little bit more about yourself. All right, number one, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Well, I've been thinking hard about this and, look, I, I honestly don't know that there's... <laughs> And I say that because these days nothing surprises me anymore and because I think you can buy almost anything online. Um, and the, But, you know, one of the things I, I love that I buy online all the time and it's because it's a um, subscription service um, is I have a, um, a subscription to a gin club. And so every two months um, this lovely surprise turns up and I have no idea what's in it um, until I open it. And... Yeah, to me, that's awesome. I mean, I can go down to the local bottle shop and get that kind of thing, but it's, I just love, um, you know, what yeah. it comes. Yeah. When it arrives. That's cool. And putting you on the spot here as an additional question, has there been anything listed on the Welcome to Country marketplace that you've really gone, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that to come through? Yeah. The, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> where do I start? Like, there's so many things. The, some of the food stuff that, that we've got in with, We've got some food from a uh, Torres Strait Islander business that's based out of Melbourne, but, you know, obviously connection to the Torres Strait Islands. And some of the food stuff that comes in, the sauces and stuff, wow. Like, yeah. you know, the team loves cracking them open and testing them, right? So our lunch can get fun um, because of that. Job. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we recently um, had some chocolates arrive, which are all filled with different flavours um, of Indigenous foods. And, man, our fridge is packed for that stuff. <laughs> so, so bad and tempting at the same time. I've got a feeling you're going to get a few job applications through after people hear this. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the other challenges, of course, is there's so many things on the, on the site that you want to buy. And there's a range of, you know, some of the homewares I was talking about there's some beautiful big rugs and yeah i have to confess i have purchased for my house so <laughs> it is hard not to yeah spend your salary while you're working there totally totally all right number two who is your favorite retailer wow favorite retailer is like the, I, 
It's shifted over time, I think. I'm a, a big fan of a lot of homewares-based stuff, and so I've moved um, a few times in, in recent years. And I, I remember when I was living in the Northern Territory, I had some you know stuff sent up from a, um, an e-commerce store based out of Melbourne, and I was amazed that the postage and stuff was the same. But the, probably the big ones at the moment... There's a design store that I tend to spend a bit of time on. I think it's, it's called The Design Shop. Um, and again, they have an actual shop in, in Melbourne. But I, I'm a lover of good design. And so that, you know, the, yeah, spending hours flicking through things. But it's funny, you know, the whole online retail thing, marketplaces I find really fascinating. And Facebook Marketplace I could get lost on that for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're going to find. Well, exactly. You know, it's, it's it, you know, and, re- and more and more businesses are using it as a sales channel. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number three, which retail fad do you wish was history? Obsession with discounts. Mm. You know, I'm not a fan. You know, I have this discussion with my team all the time. If you have a good product, and if you have a good story to tell and that impact kind of story, let it be the decision maker, not let discounts be the thing that keeps drawing people in. And I, it's such a shame in, in retail that so much of it is driven by you know, how much discount am I getting? And I think it's just a, a culture that's built around that. And like I get it, I understand it, I understand how it, you know, psychology level it drives people. But, but boy, I wish that wasn't the case. That people would buy because it was things that they one they needed, but also I'm a big fan of the ethical decision around what people are buying. And we talked a little bit about it in our main episode around um, that you tell the story of the creators and the founders behind the product that you sell. Do you feel that that kind of insulates you from having to discount too much by having that connection back? to the original source rather than other marketplaces who just list product, 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 product? Most definitely. It is, I think it's our strongest selling point and differentiator between other marketplaces. And I, I make this point to people all the time. We sell books at the recommended retail price. Other booksellers, you can buy that book from cheaper. But people come to us because they know what we're trying to achieve and they have, they totally believe in that purpose and to me that's really important and it's the same with the products and stuff that we sell you know if they're good products and they're priced properly then discounts shouldn't be the 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 thing that drives people to want to purchase you know i'm not pretending that occasionally we don't do promotions because we do like anyone but it's something that i i don't want to see all over our site is the red tickets showing that this stuff is on sale. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I would rather spend the energy telling you the good story behind when you buy this, this person is impacted by your choice. And the story adds value because people, the more, the more times if I get this book from you and I know the story behind it and I can tell that story to five other people, I feel like I've got value from the product as well yeah, because. Okay. And, you know, it's also a really powerful way that we can use our buying power to have impact in many other ways. And we saw this with 
the bite from the bush stuff that emerged uh, had, you know, towards the end of the bushfires. And it was, okay, I live in a city, but how can I help a business based in regional Australia who's been impacted by these bushfires? Simple, jump on site and buy. Mm. And you don't get a discount for that. You know, I'd pay a premium for that because, you know, if you know that you're actually supporting those people being able to get through this period of time and um, re-establish their livelihood. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a person that is really interested in that story. Yeah, so stories over discounts. I love it. <laughs> Number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Oh, goodness. I, you know, I, I must confess I do not read as much as I should these days. Um, and, you know, consume much more things online in terms of reading. But, um, you know, all, all, in all seriousness, if people want to get some insights into um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australia, you can't go past Marcia Langton's book. And I'm not saying that just because you can purchase it through us, but genuinely it is a pretty comprehensive kind of view of what Aboriginal Australia looks like. And for people who want to go and explore, it lists out some of the top experiences available in the country. Marcy is currently working on the next edition and it's due out later this year. And I'm excited to to see because I already know that the content has grown. There's more operators um, and that's a story in itself. But, you know, this it's just a way of seeing the place that we live in through someone else's eyes and being really awakened to that. I, I think one of the, the things that often surprises me, most Australians would know more about overseas kind of history and, and stuff than what they do here. And part of that is around accessibility of the story and, and the narrative behind it. But also I think just that ability to connect and find who to connect with and, uh, Marcia's book provides a good way of inspiring people to get out there and, and have a look. Yeah, that's that's brilliant that she's coming out with a second edition too. I think that's really cool. Yes. All right, last one I've got for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? Black business. <laughs> hey. I, I say that because like the... I'm seeing a lot of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander businesses really grow and I'm really excited. There's, we are seeing pop-ups appear in some of our big retail spaces. And like last, not Nadoc just gone, but the one before, there was a pop-up at Broadway, you know, here in Sydney, which was just awesome. They, they you know, to walk into such a commercial space and to be able to see that, um, I know the community loves it and, you know, that, that kind of accessibility. But um, we're also now starting to see, you know, some Aboriginal businesses be there all the time. And that is, yeah, oh, awesome. I love what you're saying there about celebrating and really showing our pride in the creativity and, you know, everything that goes around Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander founders and creators is just Awesome to see it come to the mainstream. I'll tell you a really funny story. So, winding back to very early on in my work career, I worked in an Aboriginal centre, you know, based in regional Victoria. And I would remember at an evening, you know, when the lights were all off and we're sitting in your office and you're doing some work, 
people coming up to the windows and kind of peeping in to see what is this place. It was a curiosity, but also this kind of barrier around, you know, can I actually enter this space? Can I engage in this space and, and the like? I think that has changed and it's changing really quickly because of the way in which this accessibility has come about. So if, for example, there's an, um, an Aboriginal business that has popped up inside of a, a mainstream big shopping centre, it gives people permission, permission to walk in, permission to explore, look at the products, ask questions, and in some cases meet Aboriginal people in the first time in a really different setting than, than they have before, to, you know, to hear and learn about these things. Uh, you know, for me, the challenge has always has been how do I create that on an online kind of sense? Mm. You know, a huge thing, I think, in, in terms of how you create that. But it is just changing the world for people and that accessibility uh, is really important. Yeah. Uh, love what you're doing. Check out Welcome to Country if you haven't already. The marketplace for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists, creators, founders. Um, Jason, thank you for joining us on The Checkout. Thank you. Awesome. To hear more from Jason, jump back into episode 109, where Jason shares how businesses like Kip & Co are developing meaningful and long-term win-win relationships with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander businesses. He also shares how Welcome to Country's PayPal partnership came about and why he is hugely optimistic about the recognition and the opportunities for upcoming Indigenous entrepreneurs. Music